As the consultation period for the government's plans for GP commissioning draws to a close and the timetable for implementation is published, debate continues about what it'll mean for the future of our health service. At a conference at the King's Fund on the 7th of September, the discussion focused on the key factors required for putting the plans into practice. I'm Sarah Hardcastle and I spoke to a number of the conference contributors to assess their perspectives on the current situation. Professor Steve Field is the chair of the Royal College of General Practitioners. I think what, as GPs, we're waiting for at the moment is the consultation period to be over. Um, It's still ongoing at the moment, and I I would urge all GPs, whether they're on their own or part of practices or commissioning groups, to input into the consultation. My understanding from ministers and from the Secretary of State is that this is a genuine consultation. Uh, and we will be listened to. Uh, And given that that's the case, then I think um, the college will put in a response, but individual GPs should also put in their feelings as well. And what will the college's response be? Well, we're still waiting for um, members to respond um, in all of their numbers. I mean, we've had uh, many hundreds of responses so far. We're starting to collect them. I think, as you'd expect, There was a spread of opinion uh, ranging from uh, a number of highly enthusiastic people who've been taking the commissioning agenda forward, champing at the bit, waiting to get on with it, through to uh, a few uh, who really uh, um, are extremely worried and feel that this is the end of the NHS as they know it, with a spectrum in between the two. I think what's important is that people are raising uh, opportunities and concerns Um, There are uh, issues which are not of substance but of uh, feeling which which are important so that, for example, some people feel that they might be being set up to fail because of the economic crisis, where in reality the policies were being developed before the economic crisis was, was known and therefore I don't think the policies themselves are there. Uh, to, for, for GPs to fail. I think it is an opportunity for GPs, but the devil is in the detail, and this is an opportunity for us to clarify some of the issues which are concerned, get answers to some of the uh, questions, and really try and um, be constructive in how we take this forward, whilst raising concerns of, of members across the country. Can you say at this stage what the... Um most prevailing concerns are that members have mentioned? I think there's lots of people who are talking about opportunities but I mean some of the uh, concerns go into very fine detail. Uh, how do you get practices working together when they've not worked together in the past? Uh, how do you um, sort out the variation in um, quality of provision of practice so that uh, you know everyone can work together and start Uh, uh, working constructively. Uh, What about the big private finance initiative, tertiary hospital, a few hundred yards from the practice that's sucking money will we be inheriting their debt? Uh, What about geographical boundaries of practices versus geographical boundaries of commissioning? But there are a number of issues, many of them are very legitimate questions. a lot of it are actually suggestions as well and comments on opportunities um, the chance for GPs to really um, 
take more responsibility to define better care for patients to deal with the vulnerable, the homeless, uh, travellers, sex workers who've not really had a good deal in the past. Perhaps this is a chance really so that we can really address health inequalities. So I think what we're hearing both from our consultation, which hasn't finished, and from emails I'm getting as a response to my emails is a variety of issues. Um, I, I didn't want to uh, predict what the final response is going to be because really others are collating that. And in your experience and your understanding, do you feel that all these comments, concerns, enthusiasms are going to be listened to and taken uh, taken seriously? Well, the, the meetings I've had with Department of Health staff and with ministers have been um, constructive. Um, some of the issues that I've raised, um, they have uh, responded to uh, constructively. Um, I, I do get the feeling that um, they're listening. Um, uh, I meet with ministers and shadow ministers and, 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 and with jobbing GPs across the country. So what I'm trying to do personally get a, is get a good feel for where we are and um, try to work uh, with the elected uh, government uh, to make the policy work whilst acting as a critical friend. The college's role is to reflect the members' um, feedback and uh, to feed that back in a constructive way to, to help mould and shape uh, the NHS of the future. I passionately believe the NHS uh, is something which is a, has been a, a real good to society over the 60 plus years that it's existed. It needs to continue to remain free at the point of need. Um, but we also need to reflect that it probably hasn't delivered for some members of society in some areas consistently and we can do better. And so hopefully uh, by um, taking these policies forward, moulding, shaping them, we can produce an even better NHS. But from today a lot of people have voiced concerns over the amount of support they will need for training, for guidance of how to implement new structures in their area. Do you get the sense that that leadership will come uh, from the government? Will it have to come from the college? Do you think it's, it's going to be there? Well, I think um, across the country there are GPs who will have different learning needs. Um, some of the basic needs will be how do you get practices working together, sharing information, um, through to leadership and, and detailed knowledge of commissioning. But there is support we can get. There's a lot of very, very good PCT managers uh, out there uh, and there is other support. There are organisations like the College which I think will have an increasingly important role in supporting GPs like the King's Fund um, uh, and others who can provide that support. And I think the conference today has um, for me um, highlighted a number of the issues which um, the learning needs which are, which are needed and, and now it's now up to us to address them but I must stress we need to wait for the consultation to finish. We need to know some of the questions that GPs are asking are really important. We need answers. And then we need to know how to address those answers. Something else that's come across um, today is how some people are quite a long way down the track. And perhaps there'll be others listening to this who, who aren't at all, even perhaps on, on the course yet. Are they at a disadvantage, do you see, at this stage? Because people have talked about change needing a pace. Um, I think it depends where you're starting from and what pace means really. I mean some of the uh, commissioning groups uh, are doing some very very good work out there um, and we need to support those who aren't quite uh, 
uh, there yet. Um, I think um, around the country the first thing we've got to do is try to work out at a local level what the local grouping should be. Uh, we need to get the doctors working much more constructively with managers and managers working much more constructively with the doctors. They need to identify their needs for setting up the consortia and then really need to, to look at a management plan to make it happen. It needs to be done in a very systematic way. There's also been a lot of talk of accountability today uh, and some suggestions that the success of the uh, GP consortia should be linked somehow to the GP's contracts. What's your opinion of that idea? I, I don't get involved in contract discussions. Uh, I leave that to my um, very eminent and knowledgeable colleagues in the, uh, in the BMA and I, I think the BMA have a very, very important role in uh, taking forward contract discussions with the department which have um, have just begun. I think it's important to keep the BMA on board. They are a very positive force for good and um, have a very good local network democratically elected through the LMCs which uh, if aligned to, uh, to everyone in general practice um, I think we can really make things happen. So I think the BMA are a very key and important body You've talked about relationships and integration and how important that is. How difficult is that going to be for some people? Well, it depends whether you mean integration between practices or... I mean, I think there's some opportunities. Um, the college's federated model, I think, is really important for getting small practices and large practices working together. I was in Bolton yesterday opening a, uh, a federated practice of seven small practices. Um, fantastic work they've uh, done there. But I think there's also opportunities for, for integration with social care at a local level, that interface between health and social care, and looking increasingly at how we work with our specialist colleagues. I see this as a, a policy which isn't really just GP-led commissioning. This is about clinical and collaborative commissioning, working with specialists, working with other professionals. But it's really what it's really, really about is improving the care for our patients whether they're affluent or homeless, um, whether they're mobile or have been living in an area for a long time. Uh, it's about dealing with the vulnerable in society and if we can get that right then I think we've won.